0: and I was thinking and I know that's dangerous for me to think right now but you know you know we're living in perilous times how many believe that we're living in scary times we may not want to admit it But the death angel is knocking at every door. We're living in a world that is all mixed up. Living in a world that's got on the wrong road. And what brought this message this morning on, if I can last long enough to get it out, me and a good brother was talking this week on the phone and we was having a discussion and it was mostly on one word And that one word was forgiveness. Does anybody know what that word forgiveness means? Well, let me ask you this. You know what it means. But do you have trouble with it when it comes down to forgiving somebody? How many have trouble sometimes forgiving? Let's see your hands. I want some honesty here. So we're all in the same boat, ain't we? It's easy to point fingers and see other people's problems. Sometimes we need to go into the bathroom and we need to get in front of the mirror and we need to look at ourselves. Can I hear some hey man this morning? And so, this conversation between me and a good brother, and he is a good brother, and I love him. So, we had this conversation on the problem that we have sometimes of forgiving others. The next morning, thank God for him, and thank God he was honest, and thank God for the text that I got the next morning. You see, he's having trouble just like I have trouble sometimes. and have had trouble. Forgiving people. But he texted me the next morning and he said this. Maybe not just word for word. He said, I got up this morning and he said, I opened my Bible. And before I get over into the text this morning, if I get over there, I'm just going to mind God. Is that all right? text me. I think I was eating breakfast. And he said, I got up this morning and he said, I just opened my Bible. And he said, he come out on a scripture. He said, this morning, he said, I knew what it meant, but he said, I started to turn the page. But God wouldn't allow it. I'm paraphrasing some of what he told me. And he said I read that. And he told me it was in chapter 17, Saint Luke's Gospel, if you want to look at that for a minute. We ain't no hurry, are we, this morning? Saint Luke's Gospel, chapter 17. And this is where he said he owned it to, and I text him back and I said, What verses? I'm going to give you time. I ain't no hurry because this is important this morning. It's important how our church goes. It's important how our Christian lives go. This word forgiveness is a powerful word. If you found it, say amen. And he said, text me back. And he said, verse 3 and 4, and then he added another verse to it, 5. And this is what it reads. It said, Take heed to yourself. Take heed to yourself. If thy brother, and that means sister, that means anyone. If thy brother trespass or do you wrong against thee, rebuke him. And if he repent, What's them next two words? Is anybody letting that sink in this morning? Take heed to yourself. If thy brother trespass against thee, rebuke him. See, we've got to rebuke not the person, but the devil that gets into us sometimes. And the devil sometimes does get into us. Amen. We're none exempt from that. Verse 4, it said, (coughs) And if he trespass against thee seven times in a day. Who was saying this? Who was saying this? Jesus was saying it. He said, And if if he trespass against thee seven times in a day, and seven times in a day, Turn again to thee, saying, what? i repent. What does repent mean? That's a change of heart, a change of mind. And if he trespass against thee seven times in a day, and seven times in a day, turn again to thee, saying, repent, Somebody read the next four words there. Thou shalt do what? Thou shalt forgive him or her. That's some pretty good stuff, ain't it? That's some stout stuff right there. Thank God for the brother that let me know the scripture. Now if you're going with me back over to uh, where, where's I got the text at? Uh, chapter 7 Luke chapter 7 look with me in here Luke chapter (coughs) 7 and I'm going to start reading in verse 36 and it said and one of the Pharisees desired him that he would eat with him And he went into the Pharisee's house and he sat down to meet and behold a woman in the city which was a sinner. Is everybody with me this morning? I see some still looking. If you found it, say amen. And behold and behold a woman in the city which was a sinner. When she knew that Jesus sat at meat in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster box of ointment. Very high, costly stuff, that ointment was. And listen what she done. Now remember, this woman, Brother Mark, was a sinner. You know, there's a lot of places today, a lot of churches today, don't want a sinner coming to their church. Amen? Amen? They don't want a sinner coming to the church. Think it makes them look bad on the church. I wish I had a house full of sinners sometime to preach to. Amen. So Jesus, we see you. I want you to get this picture with me this morning. Picture this Pharisee invited Jesus to come to his house to eat. Now, I don't read here anywhere where the Bible says that this Pharisee invited this sent her woman to come. She went uninvited. And the Bible said that when she got there, she had a box, and in it it had all. In verse 38, the Bible said, and she stood at his feet behind him, weeping, and began To wash his feet with tears. Can anybody picture this this morning? Or am I the only one? This sinner woman went there uninvited. But this sinner woman was looking for something. How many believe that? She was looking for something. She knew who she was the Bible refers to her as being a prostitute. That would take a lot of nerve, wouldn't it? To walk into the house where Jesus was at, eating a meal with a high-ranking Pharisee. But she did. And the Bible says she stood behind Jesus weeping and she began to wash his feet with tears. And did wipe them with the hairs of her head. How many of us today would have done what this woman done? You see, she washed Jesus' feet with her tears. And the Bible says she took her hair and she dried his feet. You say, well, what about that? Well, it was not. The Bible said, uh, the Bible said uh, uh, that that was not legal to do that, to let down a woman, to let down her hair in public. It was forbidden in that society. She wasn't concerned about the society. She wasn't concerned about what everybody else thought. She wasn't concerned about them people sitting there thinking about her and thinking about who she was and what she was. She wasn't thinking about it when she went to the house there where Jesus was at. She wasn't thinking about all the criticism that she was going to get. She was only thinking about one thing and that was seeing and pleasing Jesus. (laughs) That's the only reason we ought to come to church and come not worrying about what the world is saying, what your neighbor is saying. People are going to talk. People is always talking. And people will always talk. Amen. Amen. So she wasn't worried about that. Don't you think sometimes, church, that we worry too much about what other people think? Don't you think sometimes, don't you think sometimes that we allow people to get to us? so this little woman she humbled herself before the Lord how long has it been since we've humbled ourselves before God really humbled herself. and the Bible said when she washed his feet with the tears took her long hair down which was forbidden in that society at that time and began to dry the feet of Jesus What do you think, Brother Mark, them disciples were sitting there. What do you think at this man who had invited Jesus to his house for a meal and this woman showed up uninvited and she started getting all the attention that was going on when she began to weep and began to wash the feet of Jesus. You know, a lot of times when you try to do something good for the Lord, you're going to get criticized for it. Amen? Amen? Sometimes you try to do something to the Lord, people are going to talk about you. They're going to put you down. I know they have me. (laughs) They still do me, sure. But let me tell you something. I don't care what people say. As long as I know me and God is in connection with one another. There's people today get so easy. Offended so easy. There's people today that go to church, and a lot of them go for the wrong reason. They go just to find out all the gossip during this pandemic when they can't get out and find out a whole lot in these places. Uh, They go to church to see what they can find out is going on in the church, to have something to criticize and talk about all week. Does anybody have any problem in forgiving others? Amen? I'll admit sometimes in the past and sometimes in the present Brother Paul, I have a little problem No, it's a great problem big problem when the Bible says we need to forgive one another And I have a problem forgiving them. Over the years that I've been here, I've been down that road, I've been through a whole lot. A lot more than you know. Some of you knows a lot of it. Some of you has met me, hey man. (laughs) And when we got done with the conversations... They had a hard time forgiving me. I'm talking about forgiveness this morning. Me and Brother Mark over the years, we've had our disagreements. Amen, Brother Mark. Brother Paul, over the years, you church board members, We've all had our differences. I've had to go talk to people that we've had our differences. (laughs) And I think sometimes, you know, that some of the times that I've met with some of you, especially with Brother Mark, (laughs) and especially Brother Tom back there, the conversation didn't go very well, did he, Brother Mark? Did he, Brother Tony? <laughs> it didn't go very well. Sometimes the board members, it didn't go very well, did he, Board? But I'm man enough, Brother Paul. <laughs> if I'm in the wrong, I'm man enough to come out and say and ask you to forgive me. Hey, Amen? and the truth is and everybody knows, half a year three or four or five years ago whatever it was the devil got in his hurt feelings with me and the board and with some others that was involved and I had to go to the board members and I had to say to them look I was wrong I apologize. I ask for you to forgive me. Not for what I said, but for the spirit and the attitude that I set it in. What I said may have been right, but what was wrong about it, I was in the wrong spirit. And when we get in the wrong spirit, things is not going to go good. But well, let me go on a little further. Is, are you still with me? Now, when the Pharisee, which had been or invited, Jesus to come, when he saw what was going on, seen this woman weeping, taking her hair, washing Jesus' feet, and when he seen her weeping and doing these things, the Bible said, notice. Notice what he said there. Now when the Pharisee which had bidden him saw it, he spake within himself saying, this man, told about Jesus, this man, if he were a prophet, would have known who and what manner of woman this is that toucheth him, for she is a sinner. Have you ever been in a crowd and sat back? and watch what was going on. Well, let me ask you this. How many of you ever talked to yourself? Boy, those, let me ask this again. <coughs> How many of you talked to yourself? Well, I got a few more truths that time. My wife, often she'll be in there and I'll be in there and I'll be a reading or something and I'll the Lord will get to revealing to me something and I'll be sitting there reading you and all, I'll just be talking to myself. Be talking. she come through there sometimes, come through there. Remember she said, you talking to yourself. I said, yes, I am. I wasn't really talking to myself. I was talking to God. But this man talked to himself. So he thought he had it covered up from Jesus, his feelings. And this Pharisee said, if this man had been a prophet, who I thought he was... He would have known who this woman is. He would have known she is a prostitute, and if he had really knew that, I don't believe he had allowed her to do what she was doing. How many believe Jesus knew what she was doing? And Jesus knew what this man was thinking. Brother Billy, he knew what this man was thinking. You know Jesus knows what you're thinking right now. He knows what you're going to think when you leave here. He knows what you're going to think tomorrow. But Jesus knew what he was thinking. In verse 40, Jesus interrupts Jesus interrupts this man's thoughts here in verse 40. Notice what he said. And Jesus answering this man, said unto him, Simon, I have somewhat to say to you. See, this man was sitting over condemning this sinner woman for doing what she was doing to Jesus. Anybody with me? He was criticizing her in his heart. And Jesus knew it, and Jesus knew what she was there for. And he said, Simon, I have some what to say to thee. And notice what old Simon said. And Simon said, Master, say on. Master, say on. And Jesus said, in verse 41, Jesus said to Simon, you know, Jesus used a parable many, many times to get his point across. The Bible said he spoke to him parables and without a parable spake he nodded to them. So he used a parable. What is a parable? A parable is what? An illustration. An illustration. Right, Brother Mark? It's an illustration. So here Jesus said, I've got something to say to you. No, Simon said, say on. In verse 41 he said, there was a certain creditor which had two debtors The one owed 500 pence, which was a lot. And the other 50, which was not very much. Now I'm going somewhere here with this. I'm going somewhere with it. In verse 42, And when they had nothing to pay, neither one of them had nothing to pay with. This creditor, he loaned them money. He loaned them money. The debt come up. They didn't have anything to pay with. One of them owed him a whole lot and Tracy the other owed him, owed him a little bit. Well, listen what this creditor does. And the Bible said and when they had nothing to pay, he frankly forgave them both. <laughs> Do you get that? He frankly forgave them both. The one that, Brother Billy, the one that owed him a lot and the one that owed him a little. Jesus shows no partiality to any of us. He forgave both of them. Hold on to that. And Jesus said to Simon, Tell me therefore, Simon, which of them Well, love him the most can you answer that this morning which one of them do you think that loved him the most oh he had Simon's attention didn't he and Simon answered and said I suppose that he to whom he forgave the most And Jesus said unto him, Thou hast rightly judged. Can I drop something in here this morning? You know, I think sometimes, sometimes I believe that there's sinners out there, sinners among sinners. Like this woman was a sinner, the Bible said she had many, many sins my time in my past, I've had many, 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 many sins. And so have you. Now, some of you may not have had too many sins. Some of you may have grown up in church. But just because you grew up in church don't mean that you was exempt from sin. And some of you have been good people all your life. Some of you, when you got saved, you hadn't done the many, many, many things that this preacher had done. And you've always been a good little girl and a good little boy. You've always went to church. Had good parents. And so when you got saved, you really didn't know. You did know that you knowed it to be saved. But a lot of you never knew what was out there in the world. And a lot of you never knew that the dangers that maybe others had been through down through their life had went through and God had watched over them and protected them and what I'm trying to say is is this illustration here this one didn't owe very much but the other really owed a lot but neither one of them had anything to pay the creditor with so the creditor He absolutely, just frankly, forgave both of them. Set them free. Have you figured this out yet? And Jesus said, which one of them do you think loves me the most for doing that? And Simon said, I suppose the one that owed the most. See, I think sometimes our sins... For it's took us down through life, we recognize more than maybe somebody that just went to church all their life and never done a whole lot. So they didn't have to be forgiven for a whole lot. But somebody like me, and maybe some of you, i been like this woman, Jesus said she had many sins. I had many sins, you, some of you had many sins. And Jesus, I remember when I went and I got saved, Brother Mark. I know my life was covered with sin. It was covered with sin. And I know when I called upon the name of Jesus, and I asked Him to forgive me of my sins, and I heard them sweet words, You're forgiven. You're forgiven. It didn't strike me right at that moment of how much I was forgiven for. But surely later, I began to think of my life and the way that I had lived here, the places I'd been, and the things that I had done. And I began to realize, Brother Paul, I began to realize that Jesus had forgiven me for a whole lot. For a whole lot. Simon, didn't said, "I suppose that he to whom he forgave most." He said, "You're well spoken." Listen to verse forty-four. And he, Jesus, turned turned to the woman and he said unto Simon, Seest thou this woman? Simon, do you see this woman? I entered into your house. Simon, you invited me and I came to your house said you gave me no water for my feet but she hath washed my feet <laughs> Amen. with her tears and she has dried them wiped them with the hairs of her head you talking about humble you talking about humble verse 45 he said thou gavest me no kiss but this woman since the time I came and hath not ceased to kiss me, kiss my feet. Verse 46, In my head withal thou didst not anoint, but this woman hath anointed my feet with ointment. 47, Wherefore I say unto thee, Listen to me, Simon. Listen to me, church. What Jesus said. He said, I say, wherefore unto thee, Simon, her sins which are what? Her sins which are many are forgiven. <laughs> somebody want to try to tell somebody Jesus can't forgive you? Don't listen to them. Don't listen to him. No matter where you've been, what you've done, who you've done it with, if you want to be saved, you can be saved if you just believe in Jesus Christ this morning. The Bible says, Whosoever calleth upon the name of the Lord shall be what saved. I've had people tell me, well, you'll never be saved. Uh, You're bound for hell. All the life you've lived and the things you've done the gain, though God work can forgive you. I've had people tell me I was worthless. Maybe I was. To them, <laughs> hallelujah, Connie, <laughs> God had a plan in my life. God had a plan that they didn't see. God had a plan that I didn't see. But God had a plan. And he said this, For I say unto thee, Her sins which are many are forgiven. For why? Why did Jesus say that? Here is a key word. For she loved much. She loved much. But to whom little is forgiven, Listen to this. To whom little is forgiven, the same lover, little. The same lover. Lived. Sing that song. We got more to thank God for. What's the name of it? And we've got more to. We've what more? I have so much to thank God for. Sometimes we sing that song, and we really stop and realize just what all we have got to thank God for, brother Ron. We need to sing that every morning. We need to thank God every morning when we got out of bed. And he said unto her, Thy sins are forgiven. And they that sat and meet with him began to say within themselves, Who is this that forgiveth sins also? And Jesus said unto the woman, Thy faith has saved thee. Go and sin no more. Go and sin no more. This woman's sins were many. You may be here this morning, and you might think your sins are so many. You might think that you've got so much in your life, And you may think you have done so much and maybe you have done a lot that you can't get forgiven for. But there's not a one of you here. The good news is there's not a one of you here this morning. If you're not saved, Jesus will save you. If you will only come. If you're here this morning and you're lost and you've never maybe you have sometime back in the year's past known Jesus. You left him. And you may feel like today that you've done too much to give back to the Lord. I want to say this to you this morning. Jesus is standing here this morning with open arms. Just as the father and the prodigal son and the prodigal son returned home. He said, I'll say to my father, I'll just be as a hard servant. I've left you, I've done sin, I've done wrong. All I want to do is come home. Come home. I'll live as a servant. But the Bible says that prodigal son, when he got back inside of his home, he looked and his father was standing his father was standing there with open arms. The Bible said the son, when fell upon his father's neck kissed him, and said, "Father, I have sinned against Thee, against God. I'll pray that you'll just let me be a servant. I don't want to be called a son anymore. I'm not worthy. Just let me be. Come home." And the Bible said that the father looked at the service and he said go get that new robe hanging in the closet go get them rings give my son a bath put them new shoes on him put that suit on him put them rings on him clean him up and he said to the other servants he said that fatty calf that I had you to put up sometime back it's ready to be slaughtered it's ready to be slaughtered my son was lost but now he's come home kill that calf let's have a feast let's have a party for my son that was lost he's come home brother Mark you may be a son or a daughter here this morning that once you Jesus it was like the prodigal son you may have walked away from God and when you do that you're in trouble and went down the wrong road. Jesus may be speaking to your heart this morning. He may be saying to you, come home, prodigal son. Come home, prodigal daughter. If you're not where you need to be this morning, Put your mask on this altar Is open this morning Stand with me Your Brother Tracy sang the song this
1: Life is easy When you're up on that mountain and You've got peace of mind Like you've never known But then things change Yeah. In the night, you talk of faith when you're up on that mountain. The talk comes so easy when life's at its best. Just down in that valley of trials and temptations faith is really put to the test. Oh, the God on that mountain, He's still got in that valley. When things go wrong, oh, He'll make them right. times, the God of the day, He's still God in the night. We talk of faith when you're up on that mountain, the talk comes so easy, when life's at its best, but it's down in that valley. Trials and temptations, and that's when faith. Things changing You're down in a valley Now don't lose faith for You're never alone For the God on that mountain He's still God in that valley When things go wrong Oh, He'll make them right Oh
0: crowd here today, it's always good when you come into God's house and share God's love. Come back out tonight, and if I'm able tonight, and my voice holds up, I'm going to be preaching tonight on the same subject that was on this morning, only we're going to get into it further And I think we're going to understand that forgiveness is something that we have to do. There's also some consequences when we get out of the Word of God and we get down and you know when we get away from God I heard Tony say he backslid I know what that means. Don't think you can't backslide. You can. You may come this all, and you may get saved and you may get up and you may go, go out there but that don't qualify you to go out there and live the life that you lived before you came and got saved. And if you go out and you keep doing the same things you've done you either wasn't saved or you done went and backslid on God. It's easy to backslide on God. And sometimes it's a lot harder to get back than it is to get away from God. But the longer you stay away from God, the further you get away from God, the harder it's going to be to get back to God. So come out tonight. I believe God's got some good Word tonight. I really do. And God gave me these two messages yesterday. After a brother the other day called me, and I got to doing a lot of studying on that and reading up on that a lot. And there's a lot to that. There's consequences if you don't do what God said, and there are blessings if you do do what God said. Anybody got anything you need to say or do? We love you. Come out tonight. If you can't come out tonight, come out Wednesday night. We're in Galatians chapter 2, is that right? Galatians chapter 2.